0: Good evening and welcome back to another podcast from moi. I hope you're having a good day wherever you are and that the rain and crappy weather um, has not put you in a foul mood. Tomorrow's a new day, probably going to rain again, but anyway. Um, I've had, yeah, quite a productive day today and feeling quite, uh, yeah, just like positive right now. So I was like, let's do a podcast. Um I went on a really good walk today with my friend Kiva who I work with. Big shout out to Kiva Kelly. She will probably be ceasing it herself that I'm uh giving her a shout out here. But um yeah, we just went on a really big walk today, and Kiva is someone who I really enjoy working closely with in Tesco, up the Tesco team. Um I've got many a great colleague who I'm so blessed to work alongside with and have as not only co-workers but friends and as we were just walking and talking and sharing life um, the conversation topic came up quite a lot on having a timeline and how from a young age there's this almost expectation that we need to follow this structured timeline whether that's going down an educational route or a materialistic route of you know having a mortgage and having all the nicest things and you know getting married by a certain age and having so many kids and the list goes on and on and as we were chatting you know we are two people where we know that in our life that is not something we have necessarily followed um maybe me more so than kiva um but as i mentioned in my first podcast um you know i didn't follow that timeline when it came to education of you know um i didn't leave school with these particular goals and knew what i wanted to do straight away um and i took some different routes and obviously life kind of And and personal things, you know, maybe got in the way of those things. But anyway, everything happens for a reason. And yes, sometimes you yourself could have been the reason for that particular event or whatever it is not happening. um, Due to just maybe a a poor choice or bad decision making, which we can all be guilty of. But at the same time, everything does happen for a reason. And I believe that everything falls into place when it's meant to Um, and that nothing can be forced. Um, But yeah, something I just really wanted to talk about was this timeline of expectations that we should have and also how we don't need to live off materialistic things. And that is such an open topic for discussion. But for me... I want to dip into a little bit of what it was like for me growing up and um, the things that were provided to me um, from, you know, my family who is, you know, great and they've always supported my needs. But um, we live in a world where to this day, kids are always going to be compared in primary school, you know, whether, like, the boys have the latest football kits and the girls, you know, have the latest, um, I don't know, like, (laughs) eyeshadow palettes. I don't know. Like, the point is, is that kids are always going to be compared, whether it's from primary school to high school. There's, There's a shame tag that comes with that, which really grinds me. And, you know, at times, yeah, growing up, I did look around at my peers and think, oh, you know, like I wish I had that, I wish I had this, I wish I had that. They've got that, they get to go on holiday. But as I've gotten older, I have learned to appreciate, even more so than ever now, the smaller things in life and get an enjoyment out of the smaller things in life. For me, as I've mentioned before, that is the beach, that is getting into the sea, that is going on a really nice walk surrounded by nature. But back to my point. Um, so I wanna dip into first of all the topic of having materialistic things. So I'm gonna start off, as I just said, by dipping into my sort of like family life. And this is something I don't have to share, but it's something that I want to share for you to understand why I am the way I am and why I'm grateful for the things that I have. So, backstory my parents split up when I was just under the age of two my dad is from Scotland Uh, he is living in Glasgow that's where he has been raised his whole life and yeah he's just never left there so my mum and dad met um, funnily enough um, my mum is so random she went to Jersey um, in order to get some job that didn't work out and I don't know she walked into a car place to get a car to rent and end up walking out with a car and a job there and then anyway she met my dad working there and yeah they um had a relationship um but they yeah um realized that they weren't um in love with each other um I came along though I was a blessing um and this is just a random little you know not quotation but you know like I believe that like Every every child, you know, like, um, born into this world is a gift from God and, um, yeah, so that's just something my mum always reminds me about but, um, yeah, so I was born on the 12th of February 1997 and my parents, I think, yes yeah, split up just before my second birthday, they kind of had a bit of a toxic relationship towards the end um, but, yeah, so... My mum and me, I think, lived with my grandparents um for a short period of time until it was just me and her living on our own, loving life until I was the age of six. Um yeah, I'm sure that must have been tough for a mum, single mum. Um, raising me on her own, obviously with the help and support and love of my grandparents. Um But even from a young age I kinda knew that I was like different, you know, like when it came to yeah, like both parents coming to a school play or, you know, and a different parent picking you up from school. Um, and then my mum got married to my stepdad uh, when I was six. And fast forward to me being about 10, my mum and stepdad took over a baby shop um, that sells like prams, carts, all that kind of stuff. And yeah, they went into business, their first business together. Um, they opened up then a second business. It was a clothing store uh goodness me i can't even remember the name but anyway yeah it was um in balamoney um and sadly both businesses had to close during the year of recession in i think it was 2007 2008 and we lost our house we lost a lot of things on top of that and obviously the business um i'll not get into the nitty-gritty stuff um but we then as a family um, obviously started renting and between the ages of 12 till now I've lived in about eight houses in between. I think I've lived in about a total of maybe 12 my whole life but yeah um, there's been a good few moves in between those years and um, that's just due to Landlords want to sell on us not being able to afford to buy it um, or the house just having something wrong with it and needing bigger space. But I can remember watching the struggles um, of my mom and my stepdad. You know, I can just remember the struggles of money, watching them and seeing and feeling the stress um hearing the arguments listening to the tears yeah um and you know like it's one of those things where I believe that all this stuff has shaped me to be the person that I am and to have that attitude and gratitude for being thankful when it comes to not necessarily having to own or possess loads of materialistic things um but, yeah, so I can remember, you know, like, um, just the weight of everything and, and, and feeling that and sensing that. And um, I'm not saying there was a shame when I had to go on free school meals, but I kind of felt that I was then in this category of, oh, my goodness, like, I'm I'm not one of those kids. And, and those kids were fine. Maybe they had a parent who was working and one was, like, on a lower income. But um, when it came to maybe not getting pocket money anymore... Um, or less Christmas presents or less birthday presents. It didn't affect my love or my relationship with my family because I knew how hard they tried to scrape any penny together that they could, they could get to treat us with, with whatever little extras that, that, that kids get treated with. um. I remember I would get even excited, you know, at mum just picking me up, like maybe something for a couple of quid from the chemist, like maybe a couple of deodorants and, you know, like a little nail polish or something every now and again. And to some kids these days, they wouldn't even know how to probably say thank you to that, you know, because it's, it's just within them to maybe get those things all the time. And that's nothing against the kids or nothing against the parenting, but, you know, some kids are just really really ungrateful and sometimes that is down to parenting and this isn't a podcast for the parents out there who maybe listen to this to better their kids it's more for the fact that we should though if we have kids or want to have kids raise them with a mindset that owning everything and the latest you know products and having to follow the latest trends shouldn't be our goals and our priority our priorities and goals in life should be to just celebrate the fact that we can breathe that we can go out and have fresh air that we can grab fresh fruit from a supermarket the list goes on um but yeah I remember uh yeah I remember um having a friend over you know like for a sleepover and um You know, just, like, thinking to myself, oh, goodness, like, I don't even know what we have in our fridge and freezer to cook, you know, for me and my friend tonight. And, I, uh, yeah, like, that kind of embarrassing. But, you know, over the years, I have seen God work and God provide in our family from families blessing us with money for oil, for fuel money, for the car, um, money towards school books, providing meals, like... Those people, like, were blessings to my family in a time of need um, and to me. Like, you know, even things like putting money towards my school uniform. Like, school uniform's expensive and I really hope that I'm not rambling or going off on one here. Like, my point through these little snippets of my life are to just, like, you know not let you go through or not tell you what I went through for you to like pity party me but to understand um what I did go through but how it shaped me. Um but yeah, um lots of things have happened over the years, um with yeah, just stuff like that. But um things are kind of yeah, I guess like over the years have went in the up. My family do still rent. They'd love to buy their own house but just um due to mortgages being so dear and that's my next point um yeah so that's kind of like a little a little glimpse of some of the you know things we had to go through as a family um as regards to financial things and just that I learned as I got older that having the latest things you know what was the big deal you know like Don't get me wrong, in my adult years, sometimes I'm like, oh my word, you know, like I'm on Instagram or I'm on the like, I'm like, how can they afford or like blah, 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 blah. But you know, like everyone makes money in their own ways and that's up to them how they spend it. Um, I just know that I like to try and be good with my money. I like to pour into products that are locally sourced. I love to secondhand shop. I love to thrift shop, which is not a surprise if you follow me. (laughs) Um... And yeah, like those are my little things that I find happiness in. But yeah, my next point was on mortgages. And I was recently inspired by a guy called James Smith, who I, I, I love and adore. I follow him on Instagram and would regularly listen to, um, yeah, a lot of his podcasts and stuff. And one podcast that he shared was on mortgages. You know, he's 31, um, doesn't have a mortgage, doesn't drive, like he has his own car. Or, well, he has his own um. Uh, his own or oh, driver's license uh, but yeah um. so he was basically saying how we don't have to follow this timeline like what is the big deal that people have that they feel the need that they need to be on a certain salary by a certain Age in order to provide and fund enough money for a mortgage. For me, buying a house is way, way, way down the line. Will I ever even own one? I don't even know. You know, I understand that there is that stigma with oh, renting's just a never-ending money game and yeah, that may be so. But unfortunately, unless houses drop in prices or the banks find affordable schemes for people to have a mortgage, then renting is is sometimes the only option for people. You know, like, I mean, yes, I get it. You could pay 350 pounds a month on a on a mortgage for a house. That is the exact same on a rental market where people are paying 650. But that's just the way it goes. I know for me, I've got four years ahead of me still of education because I'm starting back from scratch again at uni and I'll have a year out a year abroad where I want to do um yeah a study abroad program I don't know where that'll be would love to go to Australia goodness me don't know how much that'll cost but I'm starting to save now you know in advance for that um you know I want to start saving now over the next couple of years so that I have that money to you know fund me but um there's an example that that's something that I'm saving for you know like I'm Good with money, in terms of when it comes to seeing more things I want, but it's trying to get into people's heads that they don't need to live this and ni- that. I call it the nine to five lifestyle because so many people I meet you know are in this nine to five you know job that they hate and they're working towards something that um they don't necessarily really want It's just a tag that has come along you know into their life that they feel that that's what they need um you know like I want to see so much of the world and I would rather put my money towards seeing those countries going to those concerts you know trying that really cool funky food now and again on um the streets of I don't know like Asia or Thailand or wherever I travel you know I want to put my money towards things like that and I'm not saying that I'm not going to put any money aside but I just think that if you're a young person out there like don't beat yourself up if you're not in the same you know financial bracket as your friend um and yeah I guess that's all I really have to say on that part um I mentioned then um about timelines and um, I know I've kind of, like, maybe made a few pointers on it, but, yeah, I just hate how, like, society makes us feel that um, we need to follow this timeline. Um, goodness me, if I was meant to follow a timeline, I would be well off track. You know, literally, like, it is so simple. Like, live your life for you and do what makes you happy. You know, statistics and studies show that, like, there is so many people out there living a life um, of absolute sadness boredom because they're not content they're not doing things that make them happy and if you can find something small whether it's waking up at 7am every morning to go for a walk or do a workout or meditate or read a book call a friend well goodness me if you called me at 7am I wouldn't answer but if people um can find something I believe that it changes their mood to then maybe get them thinking about this makes me happy but yeah I'm doing other things that don't make me happy so how can I change that I believe that it's a kickstart and I know for me, since being home from dropping out of University of Lancashire, it's almost as if someone has just pushed the button, like the go button on the back of me. Like I am dreaming more than ever, setting goals. I am living my life the best that I can every day during these weird, strange, dark times. And I mean, like, don't get me wrong, like I, oh, I have my really bad days my down days yesterday I just felt no emotion at all I came in from work stuck on my hoodie and sweats climbed into bed for half two watched Holyoaks and had a nap and I was just like like went a walk later that evening but felt good again but what I'm trying to say is that like so many people have just lost that kind of mojo or that spark and you know if I ever have kids I just want them to know that like I'll be supportive in everything that they do and decide because I know for me I've had that fear of telling my family not that they were going to judge me but there's all the questions of and how are you going to fund this and blah 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 blah. but like you know I never want them to feel like that and I'm not going to name names but I have a couple of friends who were afraid to approach their like their parents telling them that they want to go and live away or they want to study away like I bumped into a couple the other day where I work and I said oh would your would your daughter not have considered going away and he says oh no no we didn't we didn't want her going away because you know it's, it's too expensive in England and I was like yeah but you don't really pay that money back until you're on a certain salary and they were like yeah no but we just and I was like your daughter's 18 She's at the age where she's recognised as a young adult to make her own decisions. Obviously, I didn't say this, but that broke my heart. Like, what if that girl wanted to go and live away? But no, like, she's in Korea cool and studying for the next three years. And I'm sorry, but if you've been to Korea cool like, it is just as depressing as as Balamani is. Like, you drive through it and you miss nothing. Like, do you know what I mean? I just... I do not get how... Oh, and this... Like this is just such a ramble mode coming on. But I do not care how. Fair enough. If you're happy living in Northern Ireland. Or you have certain commitments where you can't leave. And I'm not saying that all parts of Northern Ireland are bad. Because I loved living in Belfast. But like if you're from a small town. And you want out. Get out. There is always a solution and answer to everything. Obviously if you're a carer. Or you know like there's just something in your life that's delaying that movement. But like you know um just like get out like there is nothing stopping you and I remember messaging another you know friend of mine on Instagram um not that long ago and I was just like you know honestly go for it like if you have or if you get into this university over in Liverpool like go away and and experience living away because how do you know unless you try you know like yeah, you might have to take a risk leaving a job that's maybe a decent bit of money but if you don't take that risk, you'll never know and you'll always more than likely get a job again if it doesn't work out, you know? Um. So yeah, I guess in this podcast I've kind of, you know, covered things and I've also covered, you know, taking risks and living your life. Um. But honestly, like, life is too short. Um. I really, really, really hope that if you listen to this, you get something from it, or you understand where I'm coming from. The last thing I want to do is confuse anyone or um for this podcast to come across like a jumbled mess but yeah, I just i'm I always have something in my heart that I want to talk about, but lately it has been the pressure of following a timeline feeling that we need to own materialistic things, living your life for you being happy and taking risks. Like they're the the five things I've covered in this and I really hope that you um, have enjoyed listening um, on what I've had to say. But when it comes to that lifestyle, it's just something I'm really passionate about. And you know, me buying from charity shops um, was probably something I never would have done in my younger days because I'm not gonna lie, I probably would have felt embarrassed um but now I cannot get enough of them I'm like hurry the frick up and open up get me to the one pound deal real the two pound mega deal like um but I just I don't know I just would love an opportunity to go in and, and I, educate kids not that I'm a teacher as of yet um it could be on the cars one day um but I would love to educate young people in telling them to not feel ashamed for whatever household they come from and to compare their family's income to someone else's because this is the other thing you could have all the fanciest shoes own the fanciest cars go on the most expensive holidays and and be really unhappy on the inside whereas someone who has less could be living a life full of happiness and contentment and I just think that word contentment is such a big word and we see it through an about on Instagram and social media pages when it comes to you know maybe like inspirational posts and pages that we follow about being content so I guess some questions for you to ask yourself is are you content are you living your life for you are you going to consider taking that risk taking that job um are you stuck on a timeline motion um and the last question is are you going to go for it so yeah I really hope that this podcast has made sense I really hope that you've enjoyed listening to my podcast so far and yeah have a lovely day